With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside. Happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. What is a hobo? We're live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, this is it. This is our final show of the year together. Yeah. Where we break for the holiday, 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 holiday. Boy, at 10.50, all the expletives start flying, let me tell you. Yeah, well, it's before then, really. And actually, it's time to start drinking much earlier, so that'll be another case tonight. It's a good thing I brought in some glug. Good. And and I think Teicher tonight really should just play uh, uh, holiday songs the entire time. I, I really mm. think at some point, we. Should, I mean, unless, wait, are you just getting to playing Halloween songs now? You're just getting into yes. Halloween? Okay. Well, we've gotten to what? It's about a 50 to 50 50 ratio the last couple of days. That's true. But it's but of all the 50, the 50, 100% of the 50% is the Christopher Lee Christmas songs that he keeps playing. The Count Dooku Christmas. Well, it's Dooku and uh, DMX have pretty much owned the night here. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that is true. I, there's times during my day where I'm walking around and someone says, you know, oh, Mary, like if I'm in a store and someone says, oh, Merry Christmas, Happy When someone says Merry Christmas, I just think, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. That's not bad. The, the DMX voice just goes through my head. You can do a lot time. worse. <laughs> Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to scare you. I was just, I was just doing a little Merry Christmas but, with a deep voice. But, that's you fun. know, I love this time of year, right, the positivity, and it's what I always – you know, it's the most wonderful time well, of the year. But, but it's the kind of thing, like, why I love live events, and we've talked about this a lot, live live theater, live concerts, all of those things. There's a positivity and energy flowing. Even when people are you know, upset at each other uh, because of what they're paying, say, at a theme park or whatever, there's still a general positivity. But this time of year, all the greatness and everybody pushing in the same direction – putting some of the the nonsense to the side. Sure, there's some family angst. Those are always, you know, those deep-seated things are going to be there. Uh, my only complaint at this point is I need to put Mariah Carey away. Mm, I, I, you know, I, I can't have that song anymore. Yeah. That one I need to push 
push away at this point in the year. Well, Mariah Carey, that's going to be the new Andy Williams, man. In 50 years, they're still going to be playing, and it's still going to seem like it's a new song. Oh, like it's a, when did Mariah Carey do it? She did this, uh, when, you know, she's 96 now. She did this all the way back in 1994. Oh, man, it's a new song. And she'll be coming down. <laughs> yeah, people will be listening to Mariah Carey like you and I listen to Andy Williams. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Well, you know, on the way into the uh, Fox Sports Radio studios today, I got to hear a little Perry Como. Okay. And then a uh, little uh, Jose Little Guy Lombardo. Any, anybody else? What else you have? little Glenn no, Miller band? Like, well, I don't know. They were mixed in with the regular, you know, tales of yore. Okay. And yeah. all of a sudden, they, they went for the nostalgia block, it seemed like. They, they assumed at 5 o'clock everybody wanted songs from the 50s and 60s. <laughs> Maybe the hey. 40s. Maybe we rewound it even more. Now we're heading back to a time where Christmas, the trees were 15 yeah. feet tall, and Santa always visited even the bad kids. Let's take you back. And here's a little <laughs> bit of, of uh, Bill Haley, Rock Around the Christmas That's Tree good. Clock. There you go. Yeah, not to belabor the point, but I will say my favorite um, of all of it is the, uh, the Dean Martin Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger because he keeps calling him Rudy. They wouldn't let old Rudy. Well, you know, it's, you know you he just took some liberties. It was At good. some point, you have to get a little personalized with that. Hey, right. let's say we have a relationship now. It's okay. I it like that. that no, it's good. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I told you about the time at um, when I did here. I'll, I, here's a good here's a good little Christmas story. Hey, sit back and sip some hot cocoa for this. Is ESPN. it a tale of long, long ago? This ESPN <laughs> Christmas story. So. When I used to have John Clayton on my show, right? And John Clayton was, he and I got along great. We met, you know, we met a couple of times for dinner. Uh, Great dude, right? The late John Clayton. Awesome, awesome dude. And when he would come on the show and I would come on, I would say, hey, Johnny C is with us now. John Clayton, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Johnny C, I was thinking about this. And, you know, we did it. I did an air check, which is when you sit with your bosses, they listen to the segment of a show and they tell you how bad they think it was and how how they would do something better, right? This was, this is an ESPN specialty, right? They love to do that. And, and at one point they came out and my manager said, yeah, you know, we listened, you know, we all listened. None of us really liked that you called him Johnny C in the middle. I said, well, wait, did I, did I, I said who he was. I identified him. That's the whole thing is we have a guest on. You want to make sure you identify them. No, they go, no, no, you identified them. Great. But saying Johnny C, I don't know. I go, you want to make it seem like I don't know him? I don't understand. Why? He goes, yeah, no, just some people were, didn't like the, you know, you called him Johnny C. And I go, <laughs> did John Clayton complain about it? No. I go, I don't understand what we're talking about. And I can't tell you how many times I said that at ESPN. <laughs> I don't understand what we're talking about. Why she, do you want me to make sure like I don't know the guy? Is that what you want, right? Is that, that's what you want me to do that? Because then, and it, it was insane because in six months, things would change. Oh, it's great when you have on people that you know, and it's like you're, you're a friend. All because they sat back with whatever people that they pulled off the street to sit in some kind of focus group and say what they liked or didn't like. And because one guy didn't get the Fanta he wanted, he goes, I don't like what they call him Johnny C. What is that all about? I understand. So there were so many times. But I go, how do you – so you want me to pretend like I don't know him? Pretend like I have no idea who he is. And we're with uh, John Clayton here, who is an, an uh, insider. Is that what, what, it's, what, what it what, says what here? Is what does that mean? <laughs> an insider? I don't understand what that means. No, they didn't like it. Ah, Johnny C. I don't know. I'm like, I, 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 I would walk away shaking my head, going, Why, why do we do these things? Why, why, why do we do any of these things? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like when I called him Johnny C. Well, hey. you know, it's a little too familiar here. <laughs> you know, you call Mike Harmon Mike a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know about that. What do we call him, Mr. Harmon? Hey, Mr. Harmon. Just call him Sir. Sir Michael Harmon. There we go. Anyway, we had a good day. We had a yeah. good day to steal from uh, draft day. 
the evil empire thing. I, I got a lot of notes from folks about oh, about man. Yamamoto and the Dodgers and everything else. Uh, and you could tell which ones didn't actually listen to me on the first 30 seconds or, oh, the, or the blips. Okay. Like, come on, guys. It's, we did some deep thought radio yesterday. For you, it's got to be like in your house at Christmas time when you go home and people listen to you talk for 30 seconds and they go, yeah, what, I'm done. I'm walking. That's right. You had 30 seconds to tell me if the story that's, goes longer. I, I got to go. I got to find what the turkey's going on here. I got to see. Yeah. I think my kid is in a room he shouldn't be in. I, I, I'm sorry. You had 30 seconds to tell me. All. Yeah, with my kids, uh, it'll be the, hey, Dad, how was work? You start to talk, and it's like, why are you walking off that way? Yeah, I was just supposed to say good, I guess, and move on, kind of like they do with school. How was school today? Oh, that's boy. Good. Now, you mentioned Yamamoto, right? So let's get to Yamamoto the day after here. Yeah. Uh, we, we, have a, look, we have a big slate of NFL that we're going to talk about. I'll, I'll give you a bold prediction. I'll give you a little teaser right now. Teaser trailer. We are going to see the game of the year in the NFL this weekend. We are going to see. Oh, and yeah. I, and this is not. We are going to see. Indianapolis, Atlanta. Let's yes. get it on. Both oh, teams vying for man. the playoff. Oh, come did on. I spoil it? Stop with me. People don't know. It's my God. It's Minshew and Heineke. My goodness. Let's no, go. No. And B. John Robinson might not be sick this week. <laughs> but with Yamamoto going to the Dodgers last night, we spent a lot of time on this talking about the, the, the entirety of, of, his, of his impact. And what we told you last night is already happening. We told you there was going to be a big blowback and it was going to be uh, the media and it's soon, soon it's going to be the owners and fans. They're turning the Dodgers into the evil empire because now, now they can't stand because they have everybody and baseball's going to be upset and they're going to find some way to say, hey, uh, the Dodgers can't get all these players and owners are going to talk about it and they're going to get involved. There's going to be meetings and it's going to be, how do we stop this from happening? We stopped the evil Steve Cohen by putting in the Cohen tax last year and that seemed to slow him down. What do we do now for the Dodgers? But you know, Jason, that's already coming. J- already the, coming. the Cohen thing was dumb and, and doing this before they run off a bunch of wins would be dumb too right if they go and win five straight world series then let's have this conversation but in the interim figure out how to play in the field economically right they haven't won anything yet they won the offseason they're like the mets yeah well, and, then, and why, why are you so upset last year? You, let the Mets spend money. What are you worried about? No, Is but it really it's going to work out? Game. Come on, man. Right. I'm a Mets fan. I'm telling you. It's never going to work out. But the big thing, and I'll tell you this, because I said it last night, and it, it was born out today, which is why I could be a baseball insider. <laughs> I told you last night, the Mets came in at the same money that the Dodgers did. And and uh, the Yankees tapped out at $300 million, which if you're in for $300 million, you don't go to three twenty five. really, if you're the Yankees, really. <laughs> but the Yankees tapped out at $300 million, and the Mets put their offer up to 12 years, $325 million, and that's exactly what he signed for with the Dodgers. When that happened, what did I say? I guarantee you, the Mets gave their offer to Yamamoto, and his people did the Kirk Cousins. Great. We got what we wanted from the Jets. Hey, Minnesota, we want you to match. And that's exact. I guarantee you that's what happened, that they said, hey, this is the offer. We got what we wanted from the Mets. Dodgers, you got a match. And, that, then, and that's how they got their money, right? And then I, when I read today, Steve Cohen, who was on vacation now after having Yamamoto at his house a couple of times, said, hey, listen, we, we, we put the offer out there, and we were, one of the, we were one of the first teams in with the offer. And I knew right then that's exactly what happened. Yamamoto always wanted the Dodgers, right? I mean, for, for all of the, hey, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? You got to read the tea leaves. If he grew up a Dodger fan, he's going to want to be a Dodger. If the Dodgers have money, they have a great reputation. There's no reason to not pick the Dodgers, 
right? That's why I said last night, I wish the Mets had dropped out because the Mets were only in it to, to drive the price up so he would get everything he wanted from the Dodgers. Because I because I'll guarantee without being in the room, I'll tell you that's what happened. Let's wait. Let's get the hey, – we'll let the Mets wine and dine us. Let them think they're in it, and then we'll get the offer. And if it's an offer that we really like, we just go right to the Dodgers and say, okay, uh, 12, Mets are given 12 years here and $25 million. We can do that. Great. Let's sign. We're, we're doing it, right? Kirk Cousins admitted on, on the on – the, on mm-hmm. the, um, you know, they, they had video of him after when they went to inside his first free agency when it was the Jets or the Vikings, and he said, ah, had, that's what we wanted. We got the offer from the Jets. Now call the Vikings. Like, we, I never wanted the Jets. I just wanted to use them as leverage. And that's what happens with New York teams is that sometimes they are used as leverage. And, yeah, do, is, it, is it part of the game? Sure. I just wish the Mets would have seen it. And they would have said, we know we're not going to get him. All we're doing – at least we're making the Dodgers pay more money. I, I guess, at least I guess you could say that because he always wanted to be a Dodger. He was there. I'm sure he would have taken less money to be a Dodger. I'm sure he would have taken $300 million to be a Dodger. If the Dodgers said, well, no, that's it. we got to pay your posting fee and everything. Well, okay, and it would be they turned down more money from the Mets. Uh, but I'll guarantee you it was, okay, here's the Mets. Can you match it? We're coming to you because that's where we've wanted to go all along, and that's exactly what happened. So, look, I can't be upset. I can't be mad. The Mets tried. Now they got to move on. Okay, I'm okay with it, right? The guy's gonna, the guy's got to go where he wants to go. But it would seem like at this point it was always going to be the Dodgers, and everybody else was just in it to drive the price up so the Dodgers would pay as much as they could. So at least there's that. At least teams can say, ah, we made the Dodgers pay a lot of money. I mean, it doesn't matter. They print money, and they have more than anybody else. But at least we made them pay a lot of money. Yeah, I think uh, you know you, you find some solace in that. In the end, his annual earnings are still less than a lot of guys that really don't even pitch anymore. I saw because of my Chicago ties, uh, the name and image of Chris Sale showing up in my timeline quite a bit today. Uh, but the look, you you use leverage where you can, whatever business you're in. Right, whatever your job is, and however you come to us, thank you. Uh, here, uh, as we get ready for the holiday, holiday, holiday run, is the the idea that you you try to leverage things to your best advantage. If it means that you can leverage an extra nickel an hour going across the street, might be to your advantage to go do that. Right, you have to decide the value proposition with Yamamoto. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of talk the last couple of months. And we heard the chatter of really likes the Dodgers, really likes what they do, really likes the brand, all of that. And obviously, once you bring Otani in, it seemed like it was a done deal. But look, you had, what, six teams up until the beginning of this week that were still listed as, you know, interested parties, negotiating parties, uh, doing everything they can to try to get their their shot at, at finishing the job now. What would it have taken to get come over the top to get it? I don't know. Could they have? Maybe. But when when it's all said and done, you you have to now pivot. It's just the rules of engagement. And if you got used, I mean, unfortunately, that's life. You've been used by other free agents without the notoriety and celebrity before, right? This is just an international event uh, in terms of him arriving with the Dodgers because there have been plenty of free agents and agents that have used the Mets, the Yankees, the Do- and the Dodgers for sure uh, as leverage in the past. This one, just because it has the extra, I don't know, $200 million to it, can we say, over you know glass now, uh, sure. et cetera, that it, it gets people all angst-ridden. They're like, look what they're doing. It's like, fine, figure out how to compete. It's a competition like everything else. Right. This is not a 
um, you know, the candy cartel where you're fixing prices. And remember, because they tried that. Go back to 1981. There was a big thing about it. They lost. Uh, so either figure out how to compete, change your business structure, or lose, both financially and in the win-loss column. This hour of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I just wish the Mets had dropped out. Or I, they all, we're just going to use you like Kirk Cousins. Look at that. We did it. We Kirk Cousins. I just knew. Uh, coming up next, yes, we start our big football Friday preview. We are going to see the game of the year, the best game of the year, in the NFL this weekend, <laughs> Cleveland, stop. Could be. Although, Joe Vac- could be. Joe Flacco throws five touchdowns. You never know. What if they get 100 points? Uh, they, they, well, that would be the game. Yes, 100 points would be a game. Of the Thank game. you. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember who's the last team to score 100 points in a football game? Yeah, it's Mike's team. It's the Bears. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. How many years ago? Uh, at Mike, how old are you now? Like 40s, right? Late 30s? <laughs> You're I'd a good say man. 30 years ago. You're a good man. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. You know what? I got you some vegan food. That's our view. Thank you. So, oh, <laughs> Mike, I love you. Exit out by the Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome. Jason and Mike, that's coming up next right here from the Tyrac.com studios. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like Mike Harmon. Oh, sorry. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. 
live from the TireRack.com studios. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? It's not just the holidays. They want everybody to feel special. That's why with Discover, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you've never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations. They do apply. So, Coming up in a couple minutes, we'll get to the game of the year in the NFL. We're, we're going to talk. This is going to be what it'll go down and say, hey, you'll list at the end of the order, the 10 best games of the year. This Ooh, is when we rank one. our 272, let's go. Yeah, this will be number one. But there may be no more fun headline today first for a couple of minutes other than the New England Patriots were involved in another deflate gate scandal. Pretty good, right? On Sunday against the Chiefs. Uh, Bill Belichick, who spoke about this today uh, at his Friday press conference, said the kicking footballs that were used in the first half of Sunday's loss to Kansas City were underinflated by two, two and a half pounds. He deferred everything to the NFL as to why that was the case for both teams. He said, we didn't have anything to do with it. Were we aware of it? Yeah, we knew, but they were all the same. It was the same for both teams. You got to talk to the league. The league controls all of that, which he's right. Since Deflategate happened now, the league is in charge of inflating the football. By the way, they also have done a shoddy job from day one. That's why I said it was such a sham at the time, a sham investigation, because if we really cared at the bottom of every box score and play-by-play and game notes, there would be a listing of what the – a PSI was pregame, halftime, and postgame. Do we ever get that? Not a damn time. You want you want the names of the names of the deflator. The, the deflator's name was Jastrzemski, right? Wasn't That's right. that was the guy's name, right? Yeah. He who's, later on went on to become a an outfielder for the Giants. No, who's, who's inflating the footballs for deflate game? <laughs> but th- this is something that okay. Does it seem like it was? I, I can't unless I really want to get fun conspiracy theory. Look, th- who gets the blame here? Look, the NFL is in charge of inflating the footballs. Hockey you know, so and his that's, crew. That's how it goes, right? But let me just say this. And 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 the Chiefs said, yeah, a couple of them felt it. Uh, Harrison Butker, kicker, said, I didn't think it. I didn't see any difference. Uh, the Patriots said they saw a little bit of a difference in some of the balls, but in the kicking balls. But that was it. It wasn't the game balls in play. It was just the kicking balls that were underinflated. And Butker missed a field goal. His first one he missed in, what, 30 tries or something like that on Sunday. But he said, listen, it was more technique for me. I missed one in pregame. It's not about the footballs being underinflated. But you talk about of any team in the NFL they'd say okay you can you, the, who's the one team that can't get involved in another in a deflate gate scandal who is it it's the Patriots the one to anybody else gets involved it's ah it's kicking football no but here's the Patriots and suddenly really the Patriots really they're not they, 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 they're not sure that during the Patriots game the footballs were inflated it couldn't it couldn't have been the Colts and the Titans it couldn't have been the Seahawks and the Rams no 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 we got smack dab in the middle the Patriots again under inflated football in Foxborough. Gee, what a surprise. Just makes you laugh, though, right? I mean, <laughs> in a season where we've had so many random random events, right, from refereeing issues and inconsistencies, uh, some of the horrid injury issues that we've had that have plagued some of the uh, star positions that we then get down to, all right, we're in the final weeks of the season. Now what do we have? Oh, underinflated footballs. And a guy who's normally money uh, yeah. is as soon as he boots it, you watch it's like that just doesn't look like a normal flight of a football. Like because <laughs> you saw that on a couple of kickoffs. Like if you're watching that game, where you're like, yeah, that that you know, there's a sound, 
right? Like my daughter playing soccer, right? And you coaching your daughter and, and, you know, watching all those youth soccer games. Like there's this distinctive sound, um, you know, coming off of, of my daughter's foot. Like I know when it, it she's hit it. And there are times where like, yeah, that ball's underinflated. And you can tell. Like you got all of it, and it's like, yeah, nope, nope. Throw that one out of play. That one's not. <laughs> that one ain't right. <laughs> Same thing here when you get to the NFL. Like nobody called, nobody questioned it. I mean, that's the say- that's the laughable thing about it, though, right? Nobody called for it to be taken out of play or inflated. I mean, there's so many stoppage points and for TV timeouts and everything. Like nobody at some point said, "Hey guys, hey Hockley, stop flexing for a second. Uh, help me out over here." I'm just picturing Goodell in his office today, and he comes in, and he gets briefed by an assistant on all the things that have happened since he left the office the other day. Okay, and uh, yeah, we have some uh, Trevor Lawrence's iffy for Sunday, Commissioner. Uh, the Jets are making a quarterback change, but I mean, let's not wade hip deep into that. Uh, oh, we have a, a deflate gate situation where some balls were underinflated at a game last weekend, and all Goodell is going is going, don't be the Patriots, don't be the Patriots, don't be the Patriots. Don't. What game was it? It was the, hang on, uh, Patriots and the Chiefs. I could tell it's like smashing his hand down on the table going, come on, man. I don't need this now. He's in the news for all these other things, and we're going to have to deal with coaches getting traded and what's real, what's imagined. I don't want to know about it because it gets into weird contractual stuff. But now we You want a weird conspiracy theory? You want a weird conspiracy theory? Here you go. Ready? Here, here's a fun one for you. Merry Christmas. Friday. Yeah, it's Friday ahead of Christmas. Well, let's get some good conspiracies. Belichick had it done. He ordered the code red. You know why? Because he knew that this story would get out and it would help Kraft just fire him saying, I have to just pay you the $25 million I owe you and we have to move on. This is another embarrassing headline. I can't believe we had underinflated footballs at our game. I can't trust you for anything. So now Belichick can get fired, collect his $25 million, and the new team he goes to doesn't have to worry about giving any uh, draft compensation Ooh, to the Patriots. So Belichick you. did it just, just to really just, I'm gonna, I got to go over the top now with 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 him wanting to fire me i really i gotta go over the top i gotta figure it out i thought maybe winning a couple of games and not tanking was worth it so if we finished like five and eleven five and twelve it would be great they're not gonna get the top pick but no 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 now i'm thinking different i'm thinking we have to lose because if we wind up getting the number one pick in the draft he'll want to fire me because he'll want to start over new quarterback new head coach look i screwed things up completely with mac jones on purpose because i wanted out of new england so this is going to make it. So now we're going to lose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know we had that big Thursday night game against Pittsburgh. Sorry. Now, now, now we're going to lose. Now I'm going to send guys out there to kick field goals that are awful. We're, yeah, we're going to have really bad offensive performances. Yeah, I think that's the way for me to get out now. That's how I'm going to get out. So now I'm back to his personally tanking is still going on. And I'm ordering that because, hey, this is going to help Bob Kraft fire me because he's really not going to be able to take this. I got to find another way to get a Spygate scandal the last couple of games. Can I get a guy in the sideline just shooting video of the other sideline. Can I get the guy from Michigan? Can I get Connor Stallions to go take video? And I'll put my arm around him at the end of the game. We'll take pictures. It'll be put up online. That'll get Bella. That'll get Craft uh, to fire me. And then I can waltz into L.A. Hey, we're keeping our draft picks. I'm so excited to be here, Mr. Spanos. Thank you very much. Now, I'll be the general manager as well. Wow. That's, a, like that's, that, a, huh? that's a lot to uh, digest like there. Yeah. Um, I like that it starts with the, you know what, if we make the ball underinflated, 
Patrick Mahomes will be able to handle it easier <laughs> against my defense because you know we got to make it a fair fight against he's re- my he's really defense. He's really struggling throwing the football. Let's make it easier. Let's for help we're this guy win out. this game, right? This is a close game. Let's underinflate. Let's let Mahomes throw it a little bit. Let, let's let him throw. <laughs> yeah. The other part that Just really about that. it's more a concerning kind of thing from where I sit is um, who hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to Belichick, everything is on the table. Everything is on I the like, table. I like that you got this you know, next-level chess game now. Everything like, is here's on what the I'm going to do. I'm going to win a couple what? of games, but now we won too many. And these right. other teams that we thought would keep motoring along, no, they've lost two, so now, or they've won an extra game or two. So now we're in this position where we're going to be able to draft real high. It's a Dude, real Machiavellian kind of Come on, uh, man. What's approach. the Kobe line? I'm playing chess. Everybody else is playing checkers, is man. He, is on. he listening to it's his dog? Go. Is the dog the guy that's directing him here? <laughs> the dog is talking to Kirk Herbstreet's dog, and they're figuring things Ooh. out together. Yeah. Uh, hey, football fans, be sure to tune into Fox Sports Radio every Sunday morning beginning at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific for Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Brian No, Jeff Schwartz, professional better Bill Krakenberger, going to have you covered three hours before kickoff every Sunday morning. Listen to Countdown for Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, coming up in two minutes, the game of the year in the NFL is this weekend. What is it? We'll tell you who's going to win. But first, speaking of winners. We got Steve DeSager, who's got what's trending in the wide world of sports. SD. Whole lot of NFL news heading into the weekend. Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham returned to practice after an illness. Baltimore plays at San Francisco Monday night. Veteran kicker Mason Crosby is expected to play for the Giants on Monday as Cade York is injured. Three NFL games on Christmas Monday, including the Giants against Philadelphia on Fox TV. Eagles wide receiver Devontae Smith missed practice again today with a knee injury. Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco practice fully again. He will return to play on Christmas after his shoulder injury. Kansas City hosts Las Vegas Monday. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs was limited today with a quad injury and illness. Sunday on Fox TV, Dallas 10-4 and at Miami 10-4. and Dallas offensive lineman Tyron Smith with a bad back is doubtful. Dolphins wide receiver Tyree Kill was able to practice on a limited basis again. He's questionable. Running back Devon Achan was able to have limited practice again. The Chargers cut start Starting defensive lineman Sebastian Joseph Day. Saturday night, L.A. hosts Buffalo. Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen out again with the heel injury. And Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase will not play tomorrow at Pittsburgh with a separated shoulder. Steelers will be starting at quarterback Mason Rudolph. Pittsburgh has lost three in a row. They're 7-7 seven and seven now on the season. Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud is out again Sunday. He's still in concussion protocol. Jacksonville QB Trevor Lawrence questionable with a concussion. Quarterback for the Jets, Zach Wilson, out with a concussion. Concussion. But Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith will return Sunday at Tennessee. Missed two games with a groin injury, but practiced fully this week. Titans QB Will Levis is questionable with a sprained ankle. Seattle running back Kenneth Walker questionable with a bad shoulder. One college football bowl game tonight in Tampa. Georgia Tech was down 14-0 after the first quarter, but still beat Central Florida 30-17 in a battle of 6-6 six and six teams. Florida State is suing the ACC, starting the process of trying to leave the conference to the 
NBA, the Rockets had beaten Dallas 122-96 out due to injuries for the Mavs tonight, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. At Miami, Jimmy Butler was out with a strained calf, but the Heat beat the Atlanta Hawks 122-113. to Tyler Hero with 30 points. Philadelphia and Denver with wins. Late games are underway. It's Sacramento 29-21 over Phoenix late first quarter. And Golden State, which is one three in a row, is down 23-20 to Washington late first quarter. Wizards record is 5-22. In college basketball, number 2 Kansas was trailing Yale by 11 in the first half. Jayhawks at home did win the game 75-60. to Wins in the top 10 for Marquette and Baylor. Early second half right now on FS1 in St. Louis. Number 13, Illinois dominating Missouri 62-40. to In the NHL, Detroit in a shootout beat Philadelphia 7-6. to And it's the Winnipeg Jets late in the game leading the Boston Bruins 4-1. to And Simone Biles was voted AP Female Athlete of the Year for the third time. And you were talking about Yamamoto, who agreed to the long deal with the Dodgers last night. Good article from, of course, Ken Rosenthal in The Athletic. Talked to a CPA who says that Yamamoto will not be paying California tax on that signing bonus. Remember, they made part of the salary a $50 million yeah. signing bonus. As long as he's not a resident of the state, no tax on that. And the Dodgers do have to pay that bonus entirely next year. The tax savings for the player could be over $7 million. Back to you. Wait, wh- why does Yamamoto live on Catalina? Uh, it's a whole tax thing. <laughs> uh, he do, we just we just get him over for every game, get him back. I don't know. That's, that's what he wants. This is like straight out of pirate radio. <laughs> Bill Nye and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Where are they? Just in just outside the line, international waters. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Uh, did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you got access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations. They do apply. So here we go. When you are listing your games of the year in the NFL at the end of this year to say what was the best game of the year, the answer is going to be a game we're going to see Sunday. And that's <laughs> not Cleveland. You wait until Trevor Simeon. Te- Cleveland and going- uh, Case Keenum getting after it. <laughs> Cowboys-Dolphins is going to end up the game of the year. It's, it's the time of the year where the good teams start to peak, and both of these teams are really good and they're motivated. Right now, I got. I think Philadelphia-Buffalo is probably the best game of the year, but this game is going to blow past the over. There's going to be fireworks all day. Both teams are going to go all out in this game. The Cowboys need to wash that really bad defeat out. They need to beat a really good team. They are going to empty the playbook on Sunday. And for the Dolphins, yeah, they see this as another big challenge, and they want to be seen as, hey, we, we don't just beat bad teams. We don't just beat the Jets every other week, even though we could. Um, uh, we got to beat somebody really good. There's going to be big plays all over the field on this. Dak and Tua are both going to be over 300 yards. They'll both be turnovers in this game, too, because teams are going to try to push the ball up and down field. It is going to be one of those days where, hey, the offenses are peaking for both teams. It's going to be back and forth, up and down. 
I'll take the Cowboys by a field goal, uh, mainly because I believe in their defense to get a stop more than I'll believe in the in the Dolphins' defense to get a stop, and they'll harass Tua a little bit more because the the blueprint is out there a little bit more on on how to how to stop Tua. So I'll take the Cowboys by a field goal, and it, it could be forty five forty two this game. This is going to wind up being the game of the year. Doesn't have to always be high points be the game of the year, but it's going to be high scoring, a lot of drama, a lot of big wild swings, and it's going to be the get Cowboys. Dolphins game of the year. Yeah, the biggest thing that has uh, me a little concerned for this one in terms of living up to the hype is the injury reports are extensive, right? With Miami, we had every member of their offensive line on the injury report during the week. A-Chan with the toe injury. Because if he's sound and the offensive line, maybe it's let's go full letter of the law and disclose everybody as opposed to losing $75,000 like Arthur Smith did for last week's uh, stuff with B. John Robinson. Sorry, fantasy owners, you got screwed. Uh, and then um, the owner got uh, hammered for twenty five grand as well. Um, is If you're playing a little bit of possum, wouldn't you just follow what the Bills just did to the Cowboys and just run the hell out of the ball between A-Chan and Mostert? And yeah, just but can grind you? it. Well, that's, that's the whole thing. Can well, you? Like, you know, it's nice to say. It's nice to say that. Way, but you know, they, look, they couldn't with really those do two it. running backs. Yeah, well, it, yeah, you I think you do can. It all the time. I don't. I, see, I don't. A chan. A chan's a guy that, that that you have to account from everywhere he goes. Mostert's having a great season behind a great offensive line, and he's getting in the end zone. Right? What does he have? Forty-seven touchdowns. That's this about year? right. Yeah, he scores like three a week. Give or take you, one. You yeah. can't. Oh, you can't always run the football, right? I don't think they're going to be a team that say we can run it without throwing it because. What are you built on if you're Miami? You're built on motion, offense, moving the ball, getting it out to your wideouts, getting it to Tyreek Hill. And I, I don't see that being a game where, hey, we're just going to change to win this way. Mike McDaniel runs his offense a certain way, and I think that's what you're going to see. Oh, you're see. not abandoning it, but I think that's where you, you could start bludgeoning them a bit, and all of a sudden you've got that much more space. Look, Waddle's going to have to have a game, a big game against another team that isn't the Jets. Sorry, he's torched you. But his two best games were against the Jets. Yeah, because so you need the to Jets refused to say, hey, yeah. you know, maybe maybe we should have Sauce Gardner cover Jalen Waddle because, you know, I don't know. No, that's not the way the defense works. Uh, DJ, no, obviously it's not. You know what? But that, that you know what? Let's just let's just forget about that and move on. Sorry, buddy. Spreads one and a half. Sorry, buddy. Over under sitting at about 50, give or take a half, depending on where you're shopping as we sit here today. I'll take the, uh, the Dolphins to hold serve. I like what McDaniel did. He basically held himself and all the leaders accountable uh, with those clips that were coming out. And I know they're talking points and, and get in there and sell, sell, sell. Something about a motivation here uh, in a big spot. And Dallas on the road? No, thank you. I'll take the Dolphins. Yeah, but the thing is, it's and I, I hear you on that, but does Mike McDaniel go crazy with that if it's not the Jets coming up? Like if it's a game, if it's a game where hey, I gotta build back our 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 swagger. If you have a game coming up against a against the four, are you saying that if it's the 49ers or if it's the Cowboys this week? No, it's the Jets, and you know you're gonna kill them. So it's easy to say that. Say hey, I'm gonna go crazy because I know this is gonna gain attention. It's why teams fire managers going into a weekend series against a bottom feeder. You, no one's gonna fire their manager when you have four games of the Dodgers coming up because you could you could wind up going one and three, and it's well now you've lost every. Everybody yeah, but you're season. already going one and three, so yeah, you know. <laughs> so there it is, Cowboys Dolphins game of the year in the NFL. Book it, and we're Let's on speak. opposite sides. Let's fight. 
Speaking of games, we'll fight. I'll have a sword, and you can have one of those maces. Uh, coming up next, we take a look at the slate of games tomorrow, give you our big picks and big takeaways for another Saturday in the NFL. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think the younglings are sleeping in heavenly peace. I think they are. They all turn into forest ghosts. Well, I mean, if we're being honest, Jason, it really is all Obi-Wan Kenobi's fault. You know, I hope, I hope you have a modern-day Christmas carol-like Christmas where you go to sleep on Christmas Eve okay. and you are visited by the ghosts of the younglings of the of the Star just Wars one after and they, another. And they just keep showing up and they punch you in the face. He got me go, first. Hey, that's for that. That's for what you say about us getting slaughtered by Anakin on the show all the time. And you mean a different youngling just shows up every hour, every hour. Well, I'd look at them and say, well, if one guy... I took you all out this easy. Bring it on. <laughs> Let's go it's for like, round two. Like Kramer <laughs> dominating when he was uh, taking karate. But they're force ghosts now. Force ghosts. They're it's little okay. I'll force them back to life. By the way, you know, just as I've got a, an NBA tilt on a, on a Friday night here in the Fox Sports Radio studios, we all got cheated. The suspension of Draymond Green kept us from getting a reunion with Jordan Poole tonight. And I feel cheated. Well, maybe that was the whole reason behind the suspension. Hey, I can't play in that game. Not doing it. I'll be getting suspended before. Okay, great. We could have had a youngling situation right there. (laughs) Uh, Another week in the NFL, and I love the Saturday NFL games. It's so much of a great bonus. Two games tomorrow. Time to take a look at both of them, give you our picks. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, this is going to be the end of the road for the Steelers. That's it. Uh, realize, you Forget about the head coach and Mike Tomlin. You need a new quarterback in 2024. You can't go into next season thinking, okay, another year from Kenny Pitt when Kenny Pickett is the same guy he was last year. He has the same numbers as Zach Wilson. Jake Browning continues his ascent. We told you he's the new Brock Purdy. Uh, give me the Bengals in this game and a shockingly uh, – 
big storyline next week of how are the Bengals this good? Jake Browning's going to jump all. He's going to jump all over our Jake Browning take. Two and a half, three point favorite on the road at Pittsburgh. Give me Mason Rudolph. Come on, it's a Christmas festivist yeah, miracle. That is if true. If I can't get behind Rudolph. No, no, you can't get behind Rudolph at Christmas. When can you? No, no that's I, right. I do understand that. No, I this just feels that. like one of those games where Mike Tomlin, uh, and they, they coach their asses off and, and rally everybody uh, with all this noise around them, and, and they shut down some of the Jake Browning talk, at least for one week. No Jamar Chase in this one. Looking for more dynamics and heroics from the other Chase. Chase Brown out of the backfield with Joe Mixon and more T. Higgins. Give me the Steelers one time. I don't need them for a season. I need them for one Saturday. Bills and the Chargers. I'd love to be able to pick the Chargers. But Minus 12 and a half. Uh, it could be 24 and a half. It doesn't matter. Look, Buffalo, I'll give you this bold prediction about the Bills. By the end of the regular season, regardless of record, we're going to say the Bills are the best team in the AFC. Super Bowl. We are going to say they, they should make it to the Super Bowl because they're the best team right now. They had their problems early, but now they figured out their running game. James Cook has turned into a top seven running back in the game. Dalton Kincaid, at least up until last week, starting to become a really big weapon. The defense is better. It's not great, but it's better. Josh Allen's running the football more. We told you they needed more organized runs and design runs for Allen. They're doing it. They're more than just Allen to Diggs now. By the end of the year, Buffalo's the number one team in the AFC as far as the favorite for the Super Bowl. Tell Allen, you realize uh, James Cook is now the number, Tell Allen. <laughs> number three leading rusher in the NFL. He's great, isn't he? He's right He's behind great. Kyron Williams and mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, Williams with the benefit of the extra game. Uh, yeah, Bills minus 12 and a half. Roll it. Uh, they've got everything moving, and the change in the OC has them focused and uh, good balance and definition. Danger. Danger, Will Robinson. Exit, how about a fresca? Exit, Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. Next hour, got our upset specials coming your way, but straight ahead, a football story that could change the landscape of its sport once again. That's next right here, Jason and Mike Fox. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.